Welcome to Thursday Square Circle. We are your hosts. I'm Snarf Chris. I'm Sam Jericho. Philip, the winner, dude with the headband. Good oh God. Uh, we are a weekly podcast where we talk about and review the latest in wrestling news and events. Uh, we are brought to you by the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Network. The other podcasts in the family are Somewhat Nerdy Radio and Future Flicks with Billiam. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. There'll be links to everything in the show notes page on somewhatnerdy.com. And, of course, whatever podcast app you're using, make sure to leave us a review. Five stars. Five thumbs stars. up. All the positive remarks you can. Subscribe to the YouTube channel because each podcast gets posted on there, too. So, fellas, how y'all doing? Doing. I've been, I've been better. I'm you're tired. Better. I'm tired of a... Uh, well, I'm tired in general. It was mm. a long weekend sounds like you had a long week i had a long yeah. week yeah did you take a whiz on the alamo i did not i did i did go to san antonio for the royal rumble royal rumble weekend it was crazy there were a lot of wrestling fans there like not just like from out of the country there were people oh, really? there that traveled there Royal rumble's huge yeah i arguably i would say this their uh, second biggest event other i it's know they like SummerSlam. to say SummerSlam, but Royal Rumble to me has always been better than SummerSlam. It's yeah. The, I mean, there was fit, what they said like fifty-two thousand people yeah. at the show. It felt like it. There was a lot of people. It's my favorite show of the year. I get mm-hmm. more excited about the Royal Rumble than I do any other. I enjoy other shows mm-hmm. maybe more, but I get really excited for the Royal Rumble. You went to more than just the Royal Rumble over the weekend, though, didn't you? Yeah, I went to um, Evolve seventy-seven. Uh, they had Chris Jer- uh, Chris Heroes, not Chris Jericho, Chris Heroes' mm-hmm. last match. Uh, he fought Zack Sabre Jr., which was awesome. Was it? Yeah. Uh, Matt Riddle was there, who, uh, in the Kevin Owens-Roman Reigns match on at the Royal Rumble, they had that chair spot where he mm-hmm. stacked up stacked all the chairs. They did the same spot at Evolve the day before. Oh, really? Which is so weird. Um, but they did it in the ring, and then Matt Riddle superplexed someone Ow. onto it, which was crazy one of the craziest things i've ever seen uh so that was a good show um and hero's going to nxt yeah right? he's going yeah. to he i think is officially converting and transforming into cassius ono as we speak so no more chris hero just cassius ono uh he was in nxt or i guess it was maybe fcw but mm-hmm. i think it was nxt before back when it was still it wasn't on the network it was just uh local florida tv and they have a lot of stuff with him from before. Like, he had a rivalry with William Regal, which oh, is really, really good. Um, there's a tag match with Cassius Ono and Cesaro against CM Punk and Seth Rollins. Back when Rollins was NXT champion, that's really good. Hmm. So, he's been, you know, he's not... Been around. He's, I mean, a lot of people think he's the best wrestler in the world right now. Really? Yeah. Um, I've only seen maybe one or two matches of his. No, he's a, he's a striker. So, you know, if you, if you like technical wrestling bouts you probably won't like chris hero if you like your guys chiseled out of stone like roman reigns you well. definitely won't like chris hero <laughs> but how but, long uh, has chris hero been pro he's been he's been on the circuit for a while as, as at, at least since like the late 90s early 2000s oh really yeah okay. yeah, yeah like aj styles like uh-huh, he's been around yeah. for a long he came time. in um making a name for himself with uh matches with, like cm punk on the indies like pre-ring of honor uh time period kind of like that he's one of the last kings of the indies why does he have a belly he has a belly i mean are you actually asking or are you patronizing i had (laughs) it just seems chris why do do all three of us yeah yeah, i have a belly i have a belly but i feel if i was a professional wrestler and i'm not knocking it like it's a food well so so when he got hired so first he was in a tag team 
um, with uh, Cesaro, formerly, his indie name was Claudio Castagnoli. Right. And they were a tag team called the Kings of Wrestling. And their tag team matches are awesome. The stuff Cesaro's done WWE doesn't even touch the stuff they did together. Mm-hmm. No. Um, and Cesaro's kind of like a genetic freak. He got hired first. And then Chris Hero came along like the next day. And when Chris Hero was in the WWE, he was, he's tall. He's got long, beautiful blonde hair. Mm-hmm. Um, and he wasn't um, out of shape or anything, but he didn't look, he kind of looked like CM Punk and where like you're fit. But it, but your stomach kind of hangs over your trunks a little. Fit, but which, I really like food. Yeah, 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 that yeah kind, kind of, of thing. Yeah. Uh, which at the time they were really getting on a lot of their talent for um, to kind of watch the weight chisel up, apparently. Mm-hmm. And they were having issues, I guess, with him getting that done. Like I've read reports where Triple H kind of was really hard on him, about, really about getting in shape, and then they let him go. And I'm pretty sure that that. That seems to be the reason why everyone kind of thinks it was, is that he, they didn't like him. He was supposed to be in The Shield. Mm-hmm. CM Punk proposed the idea to have some developmental guys come up and protect him. And he's pitched Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, and Cassius Ono. I did hear that. And they were yeah. like, okay, cool, but we're not going to put Cassius Ono and we're going to put in Roman Reigns. And that was kind of a slight, part of that was just they wanted to push Roman, put him together with those guys. But it was also because they were not digging Chris Hero for whatever reason. The obviously this is a different company then than it is now. That was also a company that would have never hired Kevin Steen. Would have never, you know, like never, definitely never, never put the wouldn't have him. hired Samoa Joe. It was just there was no NXT. There was it was mm-hmm. just a different company. So they let him go, and I've always thought that when he got let go for looking out of shape, that he kind of went, okay, fine, Triple H, screw you. I'm going to gain as much weight as I, I possibly can, and then I'm still going to be the most over guy in the world. And then he did it. And now he's back and he's got a big old belly. But he look, you know, I don't I don't care about it when I'm watching him. I don't either. I mean, like we all love Kevin Owens. Yeah. Like he's a big dude. Well, this, but none see, of us are small dudes. But see know? like Kevin Owens and like Bray Wyatt, guys like that right. when they even Undertaker when he was huskier back in the uh late 90s wore full outfits. Chris mm-hmm. Hero wears trunks. Chris Jericho yeah. level trunks. You know, knee pads, stuff like that, and so maybe, yeah, maybe this looks odder on him just because he's not covering it up. We're spending a lot of time talking about this guy's looks. It means <laughs> his <we care>. belly. <laughs> um, so let's move into. You were at Royal Rumble. Yes, I was. Did you um, feel the rumble inside of there, Sam? I did. I was so well. We so we went to go see the Alamo, and that took longer than we thought. So I didn't. We didn't get there until uh, almost the end of the pre-show. So I missed. Uh, the club winning the tag titles. Oh, really? So, oh, man. I missed the six diva tag. It's okay. Missed, you didn't think they were going to win six anyway. Tag the six woman the... tag thing was... You didn't okay. miss anything. It's filler. Yeah. It is filler. Um, um, Luke Gallows and them looked... It was it was an odd wave to win the belt because they looked weak the whole entire time. Like, they just mm-hmm. tore it from one side of the ring to the other side of the ring. And then they won the belts. I hate matches like that. So, it was, very, it was a very odd... Oh, I mean, very odd pacing to a match to... It was like... And right when this match started, when they were really getting beat, I'm like, they're going to win the belts. Yeah. And, and then what was the other match? Uh, then there was something else, right? Uh, Nia and Banks Nia was the last Sasha next Banks. one. Was so that okay? It was a squash match. Uh, on Sasha? So, yeah, on Sasha, because uh, she's, she's still playing injured. up the uh, knee hurt thing. Did she do, did Nia do the bonsai drop? Um, making it a literal squash match? The last no, couple of matches. I don't think so. I think they though. kicked her leg out from underneath yeah. there a few times. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, so I showed up right when Shawn Michaels came out and uh 
opened up the show. Yeah. But then, you know, so I watched the main show, which was at least four hours long, mm-hmm. and uh, it flew by. By the time the rumble was over, I was like, damn, mm-hmm. this is so quick. So it was, it was the opposite of my WrestleMania experience last year, which just felt like it dragged on none and of, on. None of the matches felt like they dragged no. on. And it was only five yeah. matches mm-hmm. in a four-hour show. Yeah. And then it was awesome. Like, every time I looked at the clock while it was going on, I was like, man, uh, what are they doing? Uh, who, how are they going to f- finish this? And I couldn't tell where the rumble was going to come either. Yeah, I thought they, I guess they, they could have potentially put AJ and Cena on last. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad, I like it when the rumble's last. Me too. It is a number one contenders match, so I guess it is Well, it builds weird, up. But it's always been last. I mean, it's not always last, but it's last more often than it's it ever It's better last because it helps build a climax up to who's going to be the last, who's going to be the last yeah. four. And then yeah. after the show, you know, I don't want to see another match after that. I'm like, oh. I'm tired. And, and before we start getting into the meat of it, uh, I'm sure if you're playing at home and you kept track of uh, our scorecards for Royal Rumble. Which um, I'm sure everyone did, Chris. Yeah, I'm sure they, they did. They all kept track of our uh, All four choices. people, including yes. us. Me and Sam lost. We tied for the last place. And you tried to pin it on me and say that you didn't It is lose. your fault. Yeah. It is completely your fault. <laughs> um, <laughs> Philip happened to pick Randy Orton to win the Royal Rumble Which out of again, his ass. Which, feels like... I mean, at the time, they I had heard rumors that Orton after was going to win. But then it was like, it. mother... Yeah. Well, look, so you two guys, you two guys were in the winner again. You, you two guys were in fantasy land over here with your Samoa Joes and Finn Balors. Mm-hmm. And I just took came in here with a clear mind. Looked at the, the guy picture that picked the Emma to be in the hey. Emmalina to be in the Royal <laughs> Rumble. Who won by four points overall, guys? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fine. Here, take your belt. Yeah, they heard that. Take the belt. This I'll the put belt it on the shoulder. Going over to but I really, to tell you the truth, I looked at the roster when I was picking my people because. I was thinking to myself, like, who could really win this? And, like, Lauren would love it if Randy Orton won. <laughs> and uh, so that's why I just picked it. So thanks, Lauren. When I was a kid, uh, I watched wrestling all the time, but I never watched any of the pay-per-views. My parents wouldn't buy it for me, and no one I knew got it. So I didn't actually start watching the pay-per-views live. I watched them, you know, I rented them from Blockbuster, which is, seems so archaic, or read about it online afterwards. The first one I watched while it was happening which is crazy. I think that's how long it took me to start watching live was in 2009. Oh, really? And that's when Randy Orton won. Mm-hmm. And then I went to my first Rumble in person and Randy Orton won again. So there's some nice symmetry for me. Yeah. Randy Orton winning. Well, you want to hear something lo- that's I, yeah. interesting? I talk, I was talking to one of my customers at the store today and I was mentioning to him about how I do a wrestling podcast and I asked him, like, did you, because I know he's a casual wrestling fan mm-hmm. and he, he keeps up with the programming here and there that's on TV, but sometimes he'll watch the actual pay-per-views and he said, I pick Randy Orton too. I'm like, really? Nobody else I knew really picked him. He's like, yeah, because Randy Orton right now is like a snake, the viper that he is, and he's going into the Bray Wyatt family and he's breaking them up to where mm-hmm. he can. He's going to be going to WrestleMania, and at the Elimination Chamber, Bray Wyatt's going to win it. That he's going to face him. He had like a whole plan. I was like, wow, you really thought about this very well. well. That's the thing. That's what people get so hung up about the Rumble about WrestleMania season is you start putting in the puzzle pieces of mm-hmm. who's gonna fight who so this guy can win this and then he'll fight this guy which means this guy's open so he has to fight him and then where's nikki bella gonna be in all of this and blah blah blah. and i talked to one of my other friends at work about (laughs) the whole rumble because he's been watching miles has been watching the rumble he watched it miles watched the rumble yeah he was talking to me about it and i was just like hey what'd you think about it and he's like yeah it was okay but i was telling him was like this whole rumble was just a setup for everything that's happening in the next month or two and it's good they had the nice rubs they had the nice you know, canceling each other out of the Rumble themselves. And then it was, I liked it. I liked it overall. I liked how it was a setup for everything that's coming on 
down the pipeline for the programming. Including Roman versus Undertaker? Oh my god. Okay, so, hey, Chris. <laughs> First of all, I follow you on social media. I see the posts. I see the stuff you say. I see the stuff your <laughs> wife says. Yeah, what, I went there. What, what, what have I said? You are the biggest advocate for Roman Reigns. I am. And yet, and yet, Roman Reigns comes out. And, okay, so for, so for this is for you, Chris, and this is for everybody who's been, for the last week, been bitching and moaning online about Roman Reigns coming out as number 30. I was there in person. I could see that they were putting charges on the ramp <laughs> right before number 30 came out. Really? And when that happened, I it ended up being the pyro that they were setting up for the end of the show. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking, who's going to be number 30? They left one spot open, and it was a mystery spot. It was the last open spot. And thank God it wasn't Apollo Crews. And... Uh, <laughs> I have a few theories I, about this. So, so I go thought ahead. it was so because of Pyro, I started going, "Who could it be that has Pyro?" And the only person I could think of was Kurt Angle. So I stood up, prepared and excited that Kurt Angle was about to enter the Royal Rumble. He wasn't going to win; he was yeah. just going to be there, be there, and it was going to be awesome. And then Roman Reigns' music played, and I felt my my soul was crushed, as was I guess everybody, and not me. No, but How it's just, was it's the just, reaction in the in the place? The reaction was like a fever of like deflation and then tense waiting to see if he was going to win. So then when he lost, it was the biggest release of hell yes, <laughs> which I think was by design, which I guess I think a few people are upset. You have Randy Orton go over. Who do you want to have Randy Orton be against at the very end? Who you'll be happy that he dumps out? Just I don't like Vince McMahon is sitting back there going... Okay, they think it's going to be Kurt Angle. They think it's going to be freaking Kenny, Kenny Omega. They think it's going yeah. to be Finn Balor or Samoa Joe, who I think was going to be in it, and then they pulled him mm-hmm. for the thing that happened the next night. Uh, we'll find out next year in WWE 24. Literally, you could feel the audience being, it could be anybody, It's and I will be happy with whoever it is, as long as it's not Roman Reigns. And when you say something like that out loud, doesn't it sound like it's amazing that they sent out Roman Reigns? Like it it's not a happy feeling, but it's an emotional feeling. You get visceral about the fact that Roman Reigns showed up, and I don't understand why people are upset about it. You're supposed to be upset about it. KFAB is dead. I don't know if anyone realized this yet. The, the make-believe land is gone. Everybody's in on it, right? So you think that it's a coincidence that John Cena, their number one good guy, for the last 15 years was booed for forever but they kept him as a good guy and then their new number one guy is also booed as a good guy that's not they're not they don't they're not deaf they don't know that it's they don't if they turn roman reigns heel what would happen would you care about him more or would you care about him less or worse would you then cheer the guy that's a bad guy kevin owens comes out everybody cheers and he's the bad guy AJ Styles comes out and everybody cheers, even though he's the bad guy. The whole, it's all flipped. They're doing it on purpose so that you can have Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens and all the children or the people who buy, who believe it, cheer one guy, boo the other guy. And everybody else who's in on it does the same thing, just on the opposite end. And I don't understand why there's anything wrong with that. Everybody is invested why would you not use this guy? You know what would really be disappointed? I'm not disappointed if number 30 is Roman Reigns. I'm disappointed if that came out and then suddenly you heard, come to the Caribbean with the shining stars. If that was number 30, then I would have <laughs> this Royal Rumble. I would have said, Royal Rumble. 
That would have been terrible. Roman Reigns isn't terrible. At least he's a big star. That's all, you know, like you know what? Do you understand what I'm saying? That it's okay. End rant. End rant. God bless you. I agree with a lot you said completely. Roman coming in, I think, was to instantly put Orton over as Roman. But at least Roman didn't win. And that's a exactly. terrible. That's a terrible way to use Roman, though. Why? You have Roman come in earlier than thirty. Why? And it does the same effect, and it doesn't disappoint everybody as they sit there and wait. He for just 30. had a match earlier. But what I'm saying, tired. but like, okay. And hang on, let me finish. And you let AJ come into the same Royal Rumble. You have both of them come in. Nobody would have complained about Roman coming into the Royal Rumble. I don't find it as a big deal as everybody else makes it because it's just stupid to be hyperbolic about it. Is how it made it the worst Royal Rumble ever because he came no. in at thirty. No. If the, they done at this it, point, the presence of Roman Reigns being on a show makes it a bad show to to the to the stupid marks yeah which we are no we're not stupid marks because i don't find it that bad big of a deal i'm just saying that if you're reacting if all of us if, if wwe does something that has everybody talking regardless of how you feel about it that's all they care about that's right we're spending time that chris is going to edit you're invest- on the inve- air. investing were you supposed to be happy when vince mcmahon won the royal rumble in 1999 were you supposed to be going like, oh, it's a great heel move, good job, WWE, good booking? No, you're supposed to be upset. Every time any bad guy wins, you're supposed to be upset and go, mother <laughs> And then I hope next time this guy loses. <laughs> it's just now, it's the it's just an alternate reality where everybody acknowledges that it's make-believe. And they're in on it, too. Yeah, but they're that playing the that, crowd. That does they're not playing make it okay you. to purposely book Roman Reigns bad. It's not booking him bad. It's booking him. How is that him... not booking him bad? Okay, so because he got a react. What is everyone? Okay, t- ten years from so now. So you're telling me Chris... they want people to boo Roman Reigns? They want people to react to Roman Reigns. Okay, well then they want anybody to react to anybody. No, I'm saying that in a year from now you're gonna mm-hmm. go. Remember last year when fucking Roman Reigns came out as number thirty? Do you remember that? <laughs> I fucking hate Roman Roman Reigns. Remember that time before when everybody just booed him because he was yeah, just yeah, throwing everybody yeah, out? Yeah, here the whole thing is. They did that two years ago. Yeah. So they're just going to... It's Roman Reigns is like, let's see how many boos we can get him. At this point, there's nothing they can do about it. They are turning people, because not us, I'm talking about people online, away from wrestling because they continually do booking like that. They, that's the opposite of what they want. So don't tell me it's a good idea. You say that. If that's what they want. You say that. Oh, he'll still tell us the shirts people, to kids. The, and, no, 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 no. The people who are booing Roman Reigns now are only booing him because of what happened two years ago. Yes? Agreed. So if it's what happened two years ago, then that means all those people saw what happened two years ago. Yes? They're still watching from two years so ago. From, you from, say that. From the Royal Rumble 2015 to the Royal Rumble 2017, those million... same people who were going to quit watching WWE mm-hmm. have continued to keep watching it. Did, they did. Two million less people watched this Royal Rumble to two years ago. Two million less people watched the Raw after than three years ago. So they continue to lose people because of this. So th- that argument doesn't make any sense if they could ratings continue to go down. Well, those are some pretty okay. big facts. Well, Chris, my... Because I mean, like, really, I agree with you. I love Roman Reigns. But what, like, <laughs> what do you want them to do? My point is that the, be, going small... into this Royal Rumble, the champions of WWE, the champions of WWE, the poster of the people holding championship belts above their head were freaking AJ Styles and Kevin Steen. And Kevin Steen won. And no one's happy. Kevin Owens now. It's just like, if, okay, if I go to a movie and if I go, if I, if I 
watch something with you and I tell you a story and you go like, I didn't like this. And I go, mm-hmm. okay. So then I fix it and then you go, I didn't like this either. If I keep asking, saying things and keep changing things and you keep going, yeah, but I'm, I don't, I don't like it. I'm going to go, okay, I'm going to stop listening to you mm-hmm. and I'm going to go talk to someone who wants to hear the story that I want to tell. Yeah, but you're not trying to sell tickets. Guys, I got a question for you too. Okay. How much have I talked about Roman Reigns so far? I don't know. Zero, because I don't care. You know why? Because there's a lot of other things that happened that were pretty good. That He w- he didn't make it or break it. He was at the end of it for a reason. I get He I, had his own match earlier in the Royal Rumble. I think they could have done it. That's that's whole, my whole player point. They could have done the same exact thing, the same ending. If they were smarter about it, everybody wouldn't be talking about it. They wanted everybody to talk about it, but it's the opposite reaction than what they should be trying Dude, to do. Goldberg okay, so what, knocked so what? Brock Lesnar out. That was awesome. That was awesome. I actually jumped yeah. up at work. I jumped up too. I actually like Roman throwing Undertaker out. It was cool. It set up a storyline for later. I'm probably one of the few people that want to see that match. I don't know if Undertaker can still go. Ah, he doesn't match. look like it. But... In the in the during the match, mm-hmm. up until Roman Reigns came out, I was I was on my feet, excited the whole time. It was deflating when Roman Reigns came out, mm. but every spot in the show, when Luke Harper put Bray Wyatt awesome. to set him up for the mm-hmm. sister Abigail. That was crazy. Mm. Yeah, they had so many but rivalries you, built inside that. That's match. what I was saying. But how, what what do you think? Of what I was saying about one of my uh, customers today talking about how Randy Orton's vipering his way into the Y yeah, family, breaking them up, exactly. pushing Harper away. That he's gonna get. Well, I don't even know if I if I think that he's like it's a master plan that he's gonna break up. I think that he he doesn't need the Y family. Well, he doesn't need the Wyatt family but if you go down that hole okay. I know they don't need sure. anything you know well, he, doesn't he doesn't need to win the Royal Rumble either he doesn't yeah, does. need to do you know, you know. so <laughs> no I was the same but Never... I do think that they're going to put the belt on Wyatt and I think it's going to be Roman which... versus Wyatt or Roman versus Wyatt versus Harper which I think would be even more awesome Randy Randy Not did Roman. I call him okay, Harper Randy yeah. but remember when back but... in the day when it was John Cena and Randy Orton how long was their feud it was like longer than a year they were going back and forth between the title like a couple of years back they're fighting next week on Smackdown people are groaning about that too because they're not gonna have a real match you know that so but Randy, just... Randy Orton has good matches oh yeah I, like, he's, they... I think John Cena has good matches they've Fact of the matter, AJ and John Cena on that match Royal was Rumble. awesome. Amazing. It was awesome. He clotheslined the hell. He beat mm-hmm. AJ Styles up. He had to. Um, he did. Uh, did you see the match? You saw that. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I actually got to watch that one when he did the uh, top rope attitude adjustment and then he plus. kicked out. I yeah. lost. I yeah. lost it. It was awesome. Well, the, the the reason why I was b- bringing up Randy Orton and John Cena's feud because I liked when Randy Orton and John Cena wrestled each other because Randy Orton. Yeah, he has his moves, but at the same time, he works the ring. He works the whole mm-hmm. thing. He's not the the same six or three or four spots around John Cena. Yeah, you got up on the top rope, you done your same move here and there. I like when John Cena's pushed and AJ Styles did do that to him, but it's not. I feel like Randy Orton and John Cena have good chemistry because they came up together. Yeah, in developmental. There are people that don't like because they've done it so much. I, you know, I counted. I think they fought maybe twenty-one times. In How many times did they years? Che- That's How really m- not that much, mm. considering the level that they're both at. Since age, I mean, uh, Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens has fought fifteen times in the past six months. But regardless of the quality of the match, if those are your two guys, mm-hmm. the Rock who, and Cena, the, the Rock and Stone Cold fought fifteen, sixteen times mm-hmm. in the but five the- years they were together. You know, you can say like that's not the same because they're way right. better than. If those are your two top guys, that's you put who, your yeah. two top guys against each other as often as you can because it's going to be a draw. What did or you what you think, think is going to uh, be a draw? The Roman and Kevin Owens match. I thought it was great. I thought um, uh, I was concerned about Chris the whole time. 
mm-hmm. just because the very sexy it's pinata. just a small space to be just hanging above the ring he was high yeah he was unnecessarily he was high, high as you were in those stands yeah yeah we were eye level uh <laughs> the, the, um <laughs> I, uh, I thought the Braun Strowman run-in was kind of weird yeah. until he explained it. The, you know, when he explained it the next day, it worked. Um, but I just wish they would, they could have, I wish they can have a heel go over clean. Kevin Owens hasn't gone over clean at all, and yeah. that does bother me. Yeah. When he was in NXT, he was a monster, and on well, WWE TV, he's think... the fat, funny friend of Chris Jericho. Yeah. Well, and think... I've said that on, I've said on this, yep. not on here before, a lot, that I don't like that. I like They're too Kevin's silly. gonna kill you, yeah. mm-hmm. Kevin Owens. Well, do you remember, like, let's think back WCW days, the Four Horsemen. It was always the stable, or, like, it was always um, Arn Anderson backing Ric Flair. How many, Ric Flair never won it clean. He you're was right, always, you're right. It was always Arn Anderson coming in there and doing and, some kind of fishiness or throwing the brass knucks to him or something. And that's how it is, but they are too silly. But that's how the, the media is Well, even right now, now, you got Seth Rollins, who's at a high level, a hot top of the card, and everyone considers him, like, a former WWE champion. That's all anyone says. That's all anyone remembers. The entire time he was champion, everything he won was thanks to Kane or the Authority, Jay and Jason Security. Well, now they're just calling right. the right. architect. Right. Right. It's yeah. just so architect. That's it's all it long is. term in the sense that eventually you just go, I hate that guy. You don't remember why you hate him. Oh, yeah, because he cheated all the time. But then you do go, but he's been champion. Look at Charlotte. The more Charlotte wins on pay-per-view, the more she comes out and you go like, oh, well, this person's got no chance. So you then eventually when she loses... It'll be a big deal. Sam, if you think back in the history books, too, it's thought of another great one. Mm-hmm. Raven. ECW. Steve- oh, my God. Big Stevie Cool. ECW. Big Stevie Cool. Raven. Yeah. Because Raven, it seemed like Tommy Dreamer and everybody was always... I don't know if you go back and watch it, but there was so many times that I feel like I never saw Raven wrestle with the title. Yeah. He always had the title, but it would always have to go through Stevie Richards. Mm-hmm. And when they would beat Stevie Richards, then Raven would wrestle them. And it, it seemed like he had the easiest job. He'd get into the ring... Lay down, like, on the bottom buckle with his belt and just wait. I never really thought about it. Yeah, the Jericho-Raven dynamic, in terms of how they're booking the matches and stuff like that, it's very similar to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Neville. Neville. We, I love I got Neville. that one. Even though I felt sad because I didn't want... I, See, I didn't like, want okay, so I'm watching... So while I'm watching Jericho... I mean, uh, AJ Styles versus um, John Cena. Cena. Mm-hmm. I'm there with my brother. And he's a casual fan. He and I used to watch a lot as a kid, but now he just watches pay-per-views or occasionally I bring him to a show. So he wasn't, he hates John Cena. He doesn't like spot matches like that where just like move, cover, move, cover. I thought that it really worked in the AJ Styles Cena match because the story of that match was two, you know, big stars and who was just going to come out on top. The in-ring action wasn't as important as their characters. Does that make sense that they each had Mm -hmm. to just... You know, it wasn't it wasn't going to be an old school style, whole technical working on a body part kind of styled match. So it just it felt like move, pop, yeah, cover, yeah. and reset was the whole. And I I remember I said the same thing about the SummerSlam match of theirs last year, and I was at this one, so I don't know if it's because I was there that I enjoyed it. Have more you watched or not. it again? The Rumble? No, no. or you the watched SummerSlam? Any of it? I haven't watched any of it. Re- I haven't rewatched it now. Oh, okay. Um, but I thought this match was awesome. It was awesome being there. I, it's the same thing about the Undertaker Shawn Michaels match from WrestleMania 25. That match is great, but so much of the reason why that match is great is because it's Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels. If you took two guys that you didn't know who they were at all and they did the same match, you wouldn't think it was good 
You know, I mean, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be bad, but so much of it is just it's not gonna have who's going to win out of these two big things. Yeah, you know, so and that's like what Bret WWE likes cold matches. Yeah, or Andre versus Hogan. It's just who's going to win out of this. It's not about the in ring match. And he was saying, well, I don't understand why they're always doing this kind of thing. It's like, well, yeah, but then you watch Neville and Rich Swan, which was great. That was a great match. Yeah, it was good, and you could hear a pin drop in the building. Really? Because People nobody are... cared. Oh, really? Everybody really? around me were trying to start stupid chants. Like CM Punk chants, stupid like that, and I rolling her eyes at them. It's because I think a lot of casual fans are not don't even know who don't they know are. who they are, mm-hmm. or they don't um, like pro wrestling. Well, it's just it's a very different style. If you're in a big, if you're in an arena with fifty two thousand people, and most people are can't see the details of the action as well, or they're just there to see that one or two. Per, the main difference between uh, wrestling in NXT and wrestling on the main roster is that on the main roster you can't. You can't tell the stories. You have to develop the characters that they know first before you get there. Right. Um, at NXT, you can see everything. You can feel it. There's a big difference between being on the 100th row than being on the front row. When you're at NXT, everybody's on the front row because mm-hmm. it's such a small, intimate space. And then they're over, and the idea that they get over, and then they come to the main roster. problem with things like 205 Live is that all the Cruiserweight guys... Even though hardcore fans watch it, most of the casual fans didn't watch it on the network, so they don't know who any of these guys are, and if they don't know you, they're not going to invest in a headlock. So it's pretty much yeah. like a dark match. I don't. I don't want to say that. I mean, it's just. It just. The, it's the crowd treated like one by it. the average fan. Yeah, because the kids, the younger kids, aren't getting into you know the evil Neville or the silly, goofy, dancey guy. Yeah. And uh, Rich Swan hurt his leg too, so he's what? out. Yeah. Can't do his front flips anymore. Everybody's hurt. So we're going to take a break, and then we're going to come back and talk about Raw and SmackDown. Um, But before we go to a break, I agree with you about Roman Reigns, that it wasn't as bad as everybody's making it. There's other things that were good, It wasn't bad. The the Royal Rumble was okay. It wasn't bad. Don't know. It was not okay. I find it was good. It was one of the better Rumbles that they've had. I've seen some bad Rumbles. I've seen them all. I've seen a lot. I watched, before I went to the Rumble, I watched every Royal Rumble, and you can... For WWE Network, nine ninety nine a month, you can watch every Royal Rumble. Not a sponsor. And I dare you to watch any of those and tell me that most of them aren't. That this one isn't at least in the top. It was okay. It, it was. It's not in the top for me. It really isn't. And why not? I, it's, it was okay. Nothing. I've never cheered for. I can count on one hand how many baby faces that the company has had that I've ever really cheered. Mm-hmm. The Undertaker, mm-hmm. CM Punk, Daniel Bryan. That's it. Personally, just on a personal level, I liked a lot of good guys, but they weren't my guy. Mm-hmm. And I think when pe- people want the Rumble to be like a big win, they want like a newcomer to win or put somebody over. And the Rumble is usually not like that. They screwed the pooch by by presenting them the story of Crispin Wall winning, and then it's like, oh, look at this. They should do that every year, and then they don't, and it's now it's ruined. Now it makes the Rumble terrible. Did you watch the 2001 Rumble that had Scotty Tuhati and Grandmaster Sexay that was won by Stone Cold? In his third win, yeah, but uh, Stone Cold's my favorite wrestler of all time. So he's your number one. Number yeah. thirty was I mean, he's Rikishi. My probably number thirty was Rikishi, mm-hmm. and Drew Carey was. You in have that a match. lot of anger but for nobody... people that don't like this Rumble. Though. I am because I, I was know... there because people I love because this... you were there. No, 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 and no, no, loved no, no, it no, Doesn't no. mean it, it's I'm, good. I'm upset at the idea that I was at a show with fifty thousand people. Fifty-two thousand. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, Philip. And I had the time of my life. I had went to my first Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. I saw AJ Styles versus John Cena in a classic. Mm-hmm. I saw my first Royal Rumble match. And afterwards, I wanted to enjoy that and communicate that and and talk to people. So I got online to talk to people about <laughs> what happened. And all it is is, meh, this sucked. Meh, Roman Reigns, meh, meh, meh. No, nothing positive. 
Nothing positive was said at all whatsoever. It's okay. See, I'm, but here's the whole thing. I'm on this podcast with you. I'm not even being negative about it, and I'm being attacked. Exactly. See. So you're being just as so bad you're as being I'm very saying. angry. You're the one that's saying it's meh. I don't want. I don't, that's not no, negative. I just said it was okay. Chris, if you went the to words go see, okay or not bad. Chris, if you went to go see a Star Wars movie, you're a big Star Wars fan, mm-hmm. right? You go see Star Wars, and you go see it with some friend. He better be. right. And then after kind the movie, of. you go. You're thinking to yourself, "Oh, that was awesome." Mm-hmm. And then you get some before you can even say how you feel. Someone goes, "Eh." Wouldn't that hurt your like your soul? Obviously, you don't know me because I give two shit as anybody's opinion <laughs> is. Okay, so so that's fair. That's fair. Why do I care? I should just uh, you know. Did you already no, record it in your binder? I understand. I understand. I understand. Like if there's something that we He's... all love and we all enjoy, it, why do we do we nothing who... but complain about it? For We're one not... thing, we don't do that on this podcast. We don't do it here, ever. but it's just We're bi- we are an anomaly. Po- we are a positive light in the wrestling world. But saying in a pot, I mean, a wrestling match was okay. It was it's a about, rumble. It was a rumble. It was okay. I don't find it being as great as you did because I, I, I was not in the building, I, apparently. Well, I firmly disagree. <laughs> I think every Royal Rumble deserves much more praise than it gets credit for. No. So we're going to take a break here. <laughs> we're going to come back in a little bit. We're going to talk about Raw and SmackDown, like I said. Uh, so be right back. Imagine your on a journey with the somewhat nerdy radio podcast crew as we travel through forgotten realms and far-off galaxies. Your captains, the sensational Snarf Chris and the cunning Critter, constantly face an element of danger. Welcome to the somewhat nerdy radio podcast. The bright light in the podcast sphere. Download and subscribe Somewhat Nerdy Radio today on iTunes and SoundCloud or stream it at somewhatnerdy.com. Good journey, nerds. Do you ever wish there was an easy way to find out what movies are coming out without having to go through the pain of Googling it? And did you ever wish you could get some random nerd's opinion on those movies? Well, your wishes have come true. I'm Billiam from Somewhat Nerdy, and I have a new podcast called Future Flicks, where I talk about every movie that's coming out during the week, and I throw in some opinions, facts, and even the occasional recommendation. So check out Future Flicks on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. There are several ways to raise money for a good cause. Some do it by running marathons. Some host high-dollar dinners. And some just do it by clever interneting. We here at the Watch Your Mouth Podcast employ a different approach. Wall-to-wall filthy f***ing language. Go to a grocery store, I'm like, I know exactly what I need. I get in there, I'm like, Yeah, the f*** did I even come here for? With our charity swear jar, every f***ed up utterance from our unfettered gobs is a dime in the right direction. The motherfucker's a mouth breather. Gaming, movies, life musings, it's all here. Served on a bed of f***s and garnished with a crown of Shut the f*** up! How the f*** did we get here? F*** all that goddamn jelly bean! So if you want to hear us do good things with bad words, check out the Watch Your Mouth podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Facebook, or online at wympodcast.com. And remember, swearing is caring, so watch your mouth. <sighs> and we're back. And we're back. Okay, I've calmed down a little bit. We turned the ceiling fan on. It's cool. I'm sorry if I here. got a little hot. I just... You're passionate. Well, I just... That's why we're doing this conversation every this week. This is why us on this podcast... Or this is why we're doing this podcast, because we want to have a positive voice inside the wrestling you're world. Right. You're Wait, right. That, is, for... that was the idea and of why you, we started You were this. being positive about it earlier, and now... But you're passionate about it, and that's 
that's that's why I love you. We told so, we totally you, forgot about <laughs> mentioning one thing about the Royal Rumble. We'll be done with it. We we forgot to mention the awesome promos from Enzo and Cass for the that is what the we KFC forgot. Ken- that's what we, oh the Check KFC it. commercials. Oh my Good god, no, God. that's enough. Of a so mention. let's continue. We're going to talk about <laughs> Raw and the SmackDown really quickly because uh, we're running out of time here. So um, there's only two big things that happen on Raw in my head. Um, Emelina debuted. Oh wait, no, she didn't. When? Where is she at? Is she I ever? She's nursing her boyfriend's injuries. Uh, Did they like and forget that they announced her and then like she just kind of got shuffled around and then they just forgot? They did a similar thing with Broda's Clay, where they announced he was going to be on a show and then he didn't show up, and then they did it for months and months. So then when he finally debuted, people were just ready, and then they expected him to be that big monster character yeah. he'd been before. And then he came out with the Funkasaurus stuff, yeah. and it was so hilarious. They, you know, it was it was it was bad, but they could have capitalized on because he had a lot of momentum right at the beginning. So maybe so, they'll do something silly like that. The highlight of it: Brock Lesnar challenged Goldberg to a match at WrestleMania, which we mm-hmm. all knew was coming. Do you think they also announced? I mean, not on the show, mm-hmm. uh, online, that they're going to MSG in March, and Brock Lesnar is going to fight Kevin Owens for the Universal Title. I didn't at know a that. House show. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Really? At a house, you know, non-televised. So you think he's going to win the belt at the house show? No. Do you think it's possible that he could? Yeah, I yes. think it's possible. And then they'll put it on Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg. Do you think they would use one of? This is NXT. I mean, this is doing the the big roster. You think they would lose? Uh, I mean, do a title change at a house show? They've done it yeah. occasionally. Uh-huh. Madison um, Square Garden's different. Kevin Kevin Nash or Diesel beat Bob Backlund for it. At a house show in record time in Madison Square Garden, really? That's so, like their that's like their um, that's like their house place. So if it's going to happen at a house show, It'll be that that's one. where it's going to be. And I guess they could shoehorn. Uh, I mean, it's over a month away, so they could televise it on. The, I mean, they could put it on the network. They put it on the network. Um, yeah. They did that before. Where the Japan Big Show, and we did it in Japan. They did um, it last year too. Was the the in MSG? Was that? Yeah, it was. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah the roadblock. The the first roadblock last year. Oh no no that was in like Toronto or something. Was it? Um, but that was a house show that they turned into a live event mm-hmm. on the network. So I think if they're if the rumors that they're going to put Goldberg versus Lesnar last, I'm fine with them putting the belt on it. Um, I'd like to think that Goldberg would not become WWE Universal Champion. Well, they have to give Lesnar a win. So you no, say they don't. that he can keep winning. I mean, what would Goldberg... happen if Goldberg beat Brock Lesnar in the third time at WrestleMania? I'd be so happy. I'd be so excited. I'd be excited because it's it's unexpected at this moment. I'm yeah. not. I, I'm positive. You're positive happen. that's what's going to happen. Yeah, because you think at the Rumble, did you think Goldberg was going to eliminate Brock Lesnar? Because yes. he went in there and just threw, like, Brock Lesnar was throwing I people. I was shocked, like, but I was I was shocked then later that I was shocked right. because it didn't make sense. <laughs> Obviously, that's what was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, why I, didn't no one else know that that was what was going to happen? Yeah. Of course that's what happened. Um, the other thing was uh, Triple H showed up called out Seth Rollins obviously Samoa Joe comes out as Triple H's attack dog the in, destroyer in the Forcer, Samoan destroyer and destroyed Seth Rollins Mo- I I didn't know if he was going to be hurt the, to the level that it he was is. revealed but I've seen that spot that Joe does where he it Taz did the same thing you put him in the Kojita clutch you jump on their back and then you kind of take like a backdrop yourself, but you hold on to the guy. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to fall forward. Like when so, Taz and Bam Bam went through the walkway. Exactly, that same same And bump. through the ring so, in ECW. So when he jumped on him and they fell that way, I watched at home going, that's not how you're supposed to do that. I need to that's go back and good. watch it. There's footage uh, out there of uh, somebody recording 
their faces. And Samoa Joe turns around while he's got him in the clutch and asks him, are you okay? And um, Seth Rollins goes, I really hope so. So I think at that moment he knew he was hurt. And it's being reported that he retore something may, possibly in his knee. Yeah, and I he think, could be out for eight weeks. Which is enough time for him to come back for a match at Mania. It's a week before Mania. Um, so. so it's kind of maybe, maybe not. It sucks because, I mean, he really... They just finally still, got this the was the line. longest build match for Mania this mm-hmm. year. It was Definitely. the only one that was locked in because even Goldberg and Lesnar was was kind of a thrown like, oh, okay, so they'll build up more after Survivor Series. He could still wrestle um, Triple H because Triple H is not active roster. He's just only there because Seth Rollins is calling him out. Well, the well, other yeah, rumor is now is that, that they're going to switch. If Rollins can't come back, they're going to do a Samoa Joe Triple H. You don't match. know for sure. He's just because they say it'll be eight weeks doesn't mean that it will be. It will right, be. right, right. So, so they I think have they're to going, have something in place. I think they're going to start setting up Samoa Joe as the attack dog going wrong kind of storyline. I think I it'd guess. be very easy. Just have Triple H mention NXT. He's his boy, another one of his boys, and then mm-hmm. he runs roughshod, and then Triple H tells him to do something, and Joe's like, you know what? Nope. No. Yeah. And that's it. And that's like, enough. That's, that's, that's all a, you that's need. That's the story. So. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, Triple H obviously wants a match at WrestleMania, and he also wants a match at Orlando. I mean, that's kind of NXT's home. That's his other home. Well, yeah. I mean, that's Triple H has become Undertaker-like in the sense that right, he wrestles right. at least one show a year at Mania. Maybe another one or two. But that's where he comes out to play the game, no pun intended. Uh, <laughs> so they were going to do Samoa Joe and Cena. Mm-hmm. From what I read, right? Um, I think when Enzo came out in the Rumble, apparently a lot of people backstage were confused. I've read reports where it was wrestlers and agents were thought that was weird, like it was supposed to be something else, whatever that means. I don't know, you know, I I can't verify these sources or anything, but that it was seemed odd. It felt odd even there when Enzo came out. He wasn't announced. They announced the cast was in it, not yeah. Enzo. And he came out 27. Because they did such a big weird. promo at the beginning of the Rumble, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, also, the match kind of built to the momentum of the big guys coming out at the end. Yeah. So and then there had was Lesnar, and there's Undertaker, there's Goldberg, and mm-hmm. Roman. Even though it was bad, he's still a big name. Mm-hmm. Enzo is not is a mid-card, you know. Right. It was a, a high, weird he's spot. A, it's a weird, especially for 27, because yeah. 27 was my pick to win the Rumble. But then also and that... Then he came out. And then he wasn't announced to be in it, so... So you think was, somebody else was supposed to be there? And I think it might have was supposed to be Joe, but then they, they because Joe it. was supposed to be with Cena, they I guess maybe decided, you know what, let's put C- Joe with Rollins on Raw instead. So to set that up, they took him out of the Rumble to put him on Raw the next day. Whatever, it doesn't really matter. Uh, I loved seeing Joe on Monday Night Raw. <laughs> I never thought that was ever going to happen. Yeah. It, Regardless what happened with Rollins, I mean, that's terrible. Mm-hmm, that but sucks. I am excited that Samoa Joe is on WWE I like. TV I'm a big fan finally. of Samoa Joe. Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah. Not me. You don't like him? No. Why? What, why? I never liked Samoa Joe. Huh. Okay. That's just more it's the just, point. It's more... <laughs> I don't know. I don't have a big thing. It's just I'm the kind of person, too, sometimes where I don't have reasoning sometimes. Only experience I've had with in TNA because... Yeah, he he can put on good matches. He can put on classic matches. But to me, yeah, he doesn't yeah, have he that can put wrestling. On classic matches. Okay, but he just I feel that way about seem... Kenny Omega. He doesn't seem like he. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't get the. He doesn't, he doesn't get my attention. Like in TNA, I always liked AJ Styles better than him. I like Christopher Daniels. I like Curry Man. You I like, like Christopher Sil- Daniels more than you like Samoa yes. Joe? Yes, I do. Okay. Anyway, let's did move. you? Okay, well, I got to pull out. If you want, go watch Kenta Kobashi. Versus Samoa Joe, mm-hmm. Ring of Honor, I think in 2005. Okay. Watch that, and then we'll talk about that next week. Let's move on to SmackDown. Live. 
I loved the tag match with Luke Harper. Is Luke Harper a babyface now? Yeah, it's kind of and this Luke is Harper and John Cena. Something what I really liked about John Cena too is because whenever they all three of them got into the ring, mm-hmm. and John Cena didn't know what was going on, and then when he realized Luke Harper was on his side, he blew up emotionally. Yeah. Like, oh, this is the coolest thing ever. Yeah, now yeah, he acted on. like an eight year old little kid, he like, did. freaking out, and it was really cool. which was ridiculous. It was really cool. I liked and it, it tricked the audience into being like, yeah, yeah you know, exactly. Mimicking. It was yeah. pretty silly. Um, uh, I liked it, um, but when like Bray would come in to cut off, like, because Luke and Orton don't like each other. Right. But it's not like officially the story that Luke is out of the wide family and hates them. It's just there are problems. Yeah. So yeah. then Bray gets in, and then Luke's like, "Okay, yeah, I don't want to fight you. I don't want to fight you." And then he gets back out. I love all of that. Yeah, yeah that's too. really good. Um, I guess they're going to do Luke and Orton at uh, Elimination Chamber. Um, I don't know what else they would do with those two guys other than they're going to be in the chamber though, aren't they? No, no, the chamber match. They announced that the chamber is Baron Corbin, The Miz, John Cena, obviously AJ Styles, um, Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dean Ambrose. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so intercontinental yeah, champion Luke and Orton will have probably like a hardcore match or something like that. At, That'd uh, be awesome. Yeah, um, I love. See, Randy Orton got so successful so quickly that he does phone in his performances sometimes, and so you don't really know what you're going to get with Randy. But he hasn't been feeling like he's been doing that lately. He's mm-hmm. you know since he's been with the Wyatts. All three of them have been awesome. They have been. So um, I hope that Bray gets the belt. Not even because I want Bray to be champion or because that would be a better match than Orton versus Cena. But just that story is so good that that really... Now I want that to happen at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. That to culminate in something there. What happened with this tag team debacle? That was the weirdest... Like yeah, American Outfit like... came out and acknowledged that, oh yeah, they haven't done anything with us in weeks. We haven't defended the belt. We haven't done anything. Open challenge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then every single tag it's team It's like, came look, out. SmackDown's got tag teams. And that was well, it. Well, it's because they, they they spent all of January building to the Rumble. And now the Rumble's over and they have two weeks to build to Elimination Chamber. So what they're going to end up having to do is do like a tag team turmoil ma- mm-hmm. match uh, with all the teams. Again, because that just happened. They do that all the time. Yeah. 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 But it literally just happened last month, though. This is how American Alpha won the belt from a tournament. But a lot of these tag teams yeah. that are just jumping Don't in there. Don't hate on tournaments. Never I like end tournaments. This, never end the tournaments. I'm a, I'm a New Japan guy now. Oh, oh, oh okay. Guy. Look, yeah. Look at you. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, other... tournaments, I, I, I'm still, ups- I'm really upset that they don't do King of the Ring more seriously. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, I like, see, I like younger, tournaments. I love King of the Ring way more than Royal Rumble. Because I was like, ooh. There's going to be a king, and I always thought they were so, like, my first one was King Mabel. That was oh, my, my God. Oh nice. Was That's what the you're putting one. over? Yeah. Is Mabel? Yeah, King Mabel. Viscera? I liked, I liked Mabel. Uh, so, and we, probably, like, a little last things, a couple of things here is uh, Alyssa Bliss. Has she won a match at all? She's champion. So she's got so, the belt. Yeah. Since the belt. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Naomi's um, probably going to be the next one to get the belt, Does right? she need to win a match? Um, No, she just needs to be on my television screen. That's nice. all that matters. I forget that you love her. I do love her. Naomi's going to get she's the next one right the belt, there. So I do have a Harley Quinn tattoo. Yeah. The, uh, there was not as much uh, Carmel's worth on this show as I think any of us Why would have Why do we liked. always end the podcast um, on this? I loved his people. gold outfit. It was F-A-B-U-L-O-U-S. I actually, I'm sure you, you like how he announced her? Yeah. Oh my god. It was so terrible. It was so bad. I like how he says things and he like looks up and he's just like shakes his head like, look everybody, shake your head. And I like that JBL is like offended that he's there. But also, 
there was a what a six man announced booth in the main event, which totally distracted good from the incredibly. God. I loved the main event. It, the match I was good. Loved yeah, the was. main event, but I kept Baron Corbin. Always bothers me. The Miz it. was poking at Baron Corbin very hard, Heavily. and it was great because he was trying to sing. Because Baron Corbin's not a mic guy. He so, could, I like him no, on Talking Smack. Talking Smack, he's really good. But a back and forth between Miz showed his weakness. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And well, because Miz is quick-witted. He's Miz. Well, he, he should have so. stopped. Baron Corbin should have stopped it early and just went over there and did something. Even though he's yeah. probably not told not to because that's his character. He's just the lone wolf that just goes in there, does what he wants Like, I don't really do. care what's going on. Yeah. Okay, then you, you hit my button. Okay, we're done. Did right. You? Exactly. That was fine, but it really did show, like, you kept waiting for Baron Corbin to do what he does on Smack and Talk, which is good. He does great on Smack and Talk, but it's a... It's not while they're commentary. Nothing a match. kills a character more than listening to them on the commentary because yeah. they can't be themselves. Can Only you... Kevin Owens and Dean Ambrose. Kevin Owens, CM Punk could. Mm-hmm. CM Punk, yeah. yeah. Um, Jerry like, King Lawler. Imagine Undertaker sitting at the announce table. Oh, it would never happen. But just yeah. like, like instead of Baron Corbin, it was the Undertaker, mm. and Miz was sit, talking all that garbage as he shouldn't have. Undertaker wouldn't have fallen nothing. for that. Mm. He just would just look at him, right? Yeah, know? and then murder him afterwards. And that's all you need to do, you know? Yep. Now, that kind of defeats the whole point of being on the announce table, but they keep David Otunga there, and he doesn't say anything. That dude sits there and does nothing. Wait, this is what he does. Line. You ready what he does? He does this. He holds his cup. Yep. If you ever watch, and he, he puts his sleeve up so you can see his nice watch. <laughs> and they t- and then every once in a while, somebody will mention how he's like a lawyer. He's like, what do you know? And the Miz was like, what do you do? He heard, he mm. called him out. He's like, what do you do down there? Yeah. Like, do you prepare uh, documents for the but boss? The, but the match itself, if you can mute the commentary on it, uh, was great. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what good. I'm saying. Like, uh, obviously, the Cena AJ Styles is is better. It's lauded. But I love all the... Every AJ Styles Dean Ambrose match they've had has been great. And they, they, you can tell they, they definitely got used to working with each other. They put in so many moves on this, on this show. They mm-hmm. put in all these submission holds, all that kind of... That's, it's an older school style wrestling match. They worked the um, ring. Which kind of, as you know, felt like a house show kind of style main event where you could tell that it wasn't going to really put momentum anywhere. It was pretty obvious that AJ was going to win to kind of get his win back from losing the belt the night before. Yeah, I feel like this was the show that AJ Styles still has strength. He's, he's not, just because yeah. he lost, he's not no he can He can still defeat somebody. He's still somebody. the face that runs the place. I hate what He looks silly like, without a belt on him, though. I will yeah. say that. He looks empty. Because you're so used to having the belt That belt, belt looks him. like it's a part of him, and now that it's empty, they should have built that up a little bit more in the programming, I think. David Otonga said something like, he says the face that runs the place, but uh, he's not champion anymore. And I was like, John uh, Cena just won the title for the first time in three years. He was saying, I'm the face that runs the place the whole time. It's not attached to the... Just technically anyway, just screw David Otonga. So that's all we got for you this week. We release a podcast every Friday, so make sure you check back with us next week. To get in touch with us, there'll be links to everything in the show notes page on someonenary.com. Make sure you leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, whatever Let us know what you think. Please like everything. Uh, if you like this, please follow us on Instagram, Facebook. And we're still coming up with a punishment for me and Sam. We don't need a punishment. The yeah, fact do. that I had to, to endure Roman Reigns at number 30 and no. hand the championship belt over to Philip of alone is enough punishment. That is pretty bad punishment. Yeah, but we're so. going to come up with something eventually, maybe. Eventually, eventually maybe. Eventually, maybe. Just uh, not just, just really putting it over, Chris. Just like it'll happen. It will, it'll like happen or it won't H, happen. Just it's like the Triple H letter. Yeah, exactly. God, that's going to happen, too. Yeah, so anyway, every week. we are mm-hmm. nerds of the Square Circle. We have been your hosts. I am Starf Chris. I'm Sam Jericho. He's so happy saying that. Philip, the dude with the headband. And we'll see you uh, next Friday. Thank you very much. Thank you.